Hi and welcome to the We Are Zion Sermon Podcast. We are a local church based here in Chennai, India. We are so glad you are here and our hope is that this will encourage, inspire and instill fresh faith in you. We wish all the mothers out there a very blessed Mother's Day. We have with us today Mr. Valentine Davida share a powerful word to every mother out there on how their role is absolutely essential and powerful in raising up a generation of Christ followers. Can we ask God to quiet in our hearts and to hear what he has to say to each of us today? I praise God for this opportunity to be with all of you to share this message on Mother's Day. And as a time like this, when we are all going through a crisis, the question is, do us, to us as families and as mothers especially, is there something special that God has for us to understand? That God wants to speak to us and show us that we have a role to do, a, a role to play and, and fulfill in these times like these. So let's look at three mothers that we are, I'm going to focus on in the word of God. And I begin with the first mother uh, in in scripture that we that we like to look at is Hannah and we know Hannah the mother of prophet Samuel and we know the background to the story but let me just uh, read for you first Samuel chapter 1 verses 10 and 11 in this passage we see Hannah was a heartbroken mother she was in deep anguish and she was crying to the Lord so we read in first Samuel chapter 1 verses 10 and 11 and she was in bitterness of soul and prayed to the Lord and wept in anguish. Then she made a vow and said, O Lord of hosts, if you will indeed look on the affliction of your maidservant and remember me and not forget your maidservant and will give your maidservant a male child, then I will give him to the Lord all the days of his life and no razor shall come upon his head. The commitment that uh, Hannah was making to the Lord out of deep anguish was that God should give her her son and she was committing him to the Lord. I will give him to the Lord all the days of his life. That was the commitment that Hannah made. And I believe for us as God's people and especially as mothers to be able to say, I commit my children to the Lord completely. Now, what does that mean? Committing our children to the Lord. You know, sometimes I, we hear of mothers saying, I have given my son for ministry, my daughter for ministry and things like that. And it seems as though it was a kind of a very special commitment that they made. But friends, let's understand, it's a, in a time like this, it's a, it's a great requirement that our homes and our mothers especially, to tell, to make our children understand, you are committed to the Lord. You are totally committed to the Lord. You are here not for yourself. You are not here for your own betterment in life and to succeed in life and to become well settled in life. Many times what mothers do or, or or parents do or what messaging that comes in our homes is uh, for the child is, you know, you need to do well in life. You need to be successful in life. You need to get well settled in life. These are the kind of messaging that comes. But for mothers to say, look, I'm preparing you for the Lord. You be a child of God. God should use you and in any sphere of life, it mean, you know, we many times when you talk of ministry, we somehow in the back of our mind, we think it's something, something like a full-time ministry. But let's, friends, let's understand this. All of us are full-time in any profession. We may be in the banking sector, we may be in the government, we may be in the industrial sector or any sector, wherever we are, we are totally dedicated to the Lord. 
If only we would raise our children like that from the very beginning. You are there to be a child of God. You have been totally committed to the Lord. You are there not for your own success in life, the way the world defines success, but you are there because you are committed to the Lord. That is a messaging that mothers need to give. And if that could be understood, it could make a world of a difference if we will have godly men and women today in key positions influencing our society. Today, one of the big uh, vacuums that we see, big gap that we see is not proper leadership. And we always keep complaining. We don't have good leaders. My question is, my, my thought that comes into my mind is, what happened to our own homes? Our, our homes and our mothers should be raising up godly men and women. And that's exactly what Anna did. She gave her child to the Lord. So it came in, in 1 Samuel chapter 1, verse 20, we read, So it came to pass in the process of time that Hannah conceived and bore a son and called his name Samuel, saying, Because I have asked for him from the Lord. The name Samuel meant, Because I have asked for him from the Lord. To her, Samuel was not somebody of her own. She had no hold on Samuel from the very beginning. Lord, he is yours. You have only given it him to me and I give him back to you. That is the understanding that every mother needs to have. And then uh, when, he, when she comes and dedicates Samuel uh, to the temple and to Eli, she says, uh, 1 Samuel chapter 1 verses 27 and 28, For this child I pray, I prayed and the Lord has granted me my petition when I asked of him. Therefore, I also have lent him to the Lord as long as he lives and he shall be lent to the Lord. So they worship the Lord there. So the clear commitment for Hannah was this child has been given to the Lord. Lord, he is yours. And if every mother would do that, Lord, my children are not mine. I have no... Uh, grip on them, hold on them and, and try to hold on to them. I'm here to leave them. I'm here to leave, uh, let them go into the hands of God for God to use them mightily. We will be raising Samuels from our homes. We will be raising Daniels from our homes. We will be raising Nehemiahs from our homes. We will be raising Josephs from our homes. All of this will happen if mothers will understand. I'm I'm raising my child up not for myself or not for his own good, but for being lent to the Lord. And we know how powerfully God used Samuel right from his early age when Eli told him, you know, Samuel, go and lie down. God was going to speak to, God was trying to communicate a message through Samuel to the, to Eli and to other, uh, and to the rest of the people. And we see this conversation there in 1 Samuel 3, 9 and 10. Therefore, Eli said to Samuel, go lie down. It shall be if he calls you, then you must say, speak, Lord, for your servant hears. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. Now the Lord came and stood and called as at other times, Samuel, Samuel. And Samuel answered, speak for your servant hears. The wonderful thing about Samuel, right from the beginning, he was taught to listen to God. And that's really what mothers are here to do, to raise up children to leave, lean, uh, leave them for God, lend them to the Lord, uh, dedicate them to the Lord and also teach children to listen to the Lord. Listen to God when God speaks and, and praise God for Samuel. He, he said, speak Lord, speak for your servant hears. 
and then you know people all around even at, I mean, at his young age it says then first samuel chapter 3 19 and 20 so samuel grew and the lord was with him and let none of his words fall to the ground and all israel from dan to beersheba knew that samuel had been established as a prophet to the lord this is when samuel was a small boy Everyone knew, the whole people of Israel, from Dan to Beersheba, north to south, knew that Samuel had been established, established as a prophet to the Lord. What a testimony, right from his young age. And friends, if every mother would say this, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to raise up my children for the Lord. Right from the early years itself, people will come to know this child is special because this child has been dedicated to the Lord. This child is listening to God and this child will be an instrument in the hands of God. Today, the responsibility, if we look at our society, our society is a hurting society. Tragedy, sa sadness, all kinds of things that are happening all around us. How are we going to bring solution? It will come from men and women who are raised up from homes who have been dedicated to the Lord. Mothers play a crucial part in raising up giants raising up mighty men and women of God who will play a key role in times such as this to bring God's healing to a hurting world. The second mother that we're going to look at uh, in our uh, message this morning is about Mary, <laughs> Mary, the mother of Jesus. Uh, so let's look at Luke's gospel chapter two. You know, the incident when Jesus, uh, along with his parents, went to Jerusalem and then the, when all of them returned, Jesus was not there and Mary and Joseph were concerned. They went back to Jerusalem searching for their son and they found him in conversation with all the Pharisees and the, uh, and the lawyers and the, and, the peop and the people who were so conversant with the law. They found Jesus in the midst of them asking questions and listening to them. And everyone was amazed at his intelligence and amazed at his understanding of the word of God. It is in that place that Mary and, and Joseph go and they are, they are very up, kind of upset. Why has Jesus done this to them that he stayed back and did not come along with them, come back uh, to Nazareth? Luke's Gospel, chapter 2, verses 48 to 52. So when they saw him, they were amazed. And his mother said to him, son, why have you done this to us? Look, your father and I have sought you anxiously. It seemed as though... Jesus had done something that had caused anxiety to his parents. And then look at the Lord's answer. And he said to them, this is at he's 12 years old and he's speaking to his parents. And he said to them, why did you seek me? Did you not know that I must be about my father's business? But they did not understand the statement which he spoke to them. Then verse 51 and 52. Then he went, then he went down with them and came to Nazareth and was subject to them. But his mother kept all these things in her heart. Jesus was subject to them. Praise God. We find that here was the Lord being subject to the discipline of his parents. And the mother who brought in, mother and father who brought in discipline to Jesus. Jesus was under their rule, under their authority, under their leadership in, in their home. And Jesus was subject to them. And we find that Mary and Joseph, 
did an amazing job in raising up little young Jesus. And it says there in, in verse 52, Luke's gospel, chapter 2, verse 52, and Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and men. So we see an amazing understanding of raising up children and which in which mothers have a key role to play. Yes, fathers are are necessary, are important. They have a they have a task as well. But mothers have a key role to play because it says here, and his mother kept all these things in her heart, and and from her heart there was this raising up of Jesus in the way in which he 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 grew and developed, and he grew in these four areas: wisdom and stature, in favor with God and favor with men. What does it mean? These four areas, if, if we understand this, I believe every mother will have a framework, will have a framework in raising up her children. The first is wisdom. What is wisdom? Wisdom is understanding the ways of God. You know, in all our life, what we need is wisdom. We need to understand God's perspectives, God's view, God's understanding. What does God want me to do in this point of time? We face, we make decisions, we make choices in life. We go through various experiences in life. In all of our experiences, we need wisdom. And what is wisdom? God's ways. What is God's understanding? What is God's perspective? And when we seek the Lord for wisdom, God gives us wisdom. Jesus was raised in wisdom, knowing the ways of God. And it says stature. Stature is everything physical, emotional, mental, in all areas of life, in total development as a person, Jesus grew, increased in wisdom and stature. So when we raise our children, we need, we need to ensure that our children have a holistic development, holistic growth, every area in their sports, in their social life, uh, in their intellectual development, uh, in their personal life, in in uh, in in using of their skills and talents and abilities all of this has to be nurtured all of this has to be exercised and a mother has a key role to play in ensuring that the child grows up in stature one is wisdom another is stature then in favor with god and favor with men what do we understand there favor with god is the word of god says love the lord your god with all your heart with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength. So relationship with God is four-dimensional. Loving the Lord with all our heart, the soul, the mind, and the strength. So teaching children to walk in favor of God. In all of those four areas, we uh, a mother has to be the one who has a key role to play in raising up children in favor with God. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind and strength. And what is favor with men? Again, in that same uh, teaching that Jesus gave, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind and strength and love your neighbor as yourself. Always making our children to realize that we must put others first. Our life must be about others. To think of the others first. Think not just think selfishly. Not think of what I want, not what not what is good for me, but to think of my neighbor, think of those around me, think of how I can be a how how I can be of service to people around me. This is such a crucial 
characteristic that is necessary today. Today we look, we live in a world where there is so much of selfishness. Everyone wants to grab, everyone wants something for themselves. But we have to turn it around. We have to have men and men and women who are always thinking of others. Where will they come from? How we are, how are we going to raise up that caliber of people? They have to be raised in our homes by mothers who teach them and say, you're not here to think of yourself. You have to think of others. So four areas in which Jesus grew. Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and favor with men. How did it happen? Because there was a godly mother. A godly mother under whom Jesus was subject. The word of God says Jesus was subject to them, to their parents and, and, to, uh, and, and to his mother. And this is how Jesus developed. So we see, we have seen two mothers. We have seen Hannah. We have seen Mary. The third mother we're going to look at is in this story is not a mother, but she is a mother-in-law. Uh, but she actually fulfills the role of a mother. And we know the story very well about Naomi and Ruth. A tragedy had happened in this family. Naomi's two sons had died. And, and here was this Ruth, a Moabite woman, a, a girl who decides, who says, no, I will not leave my mother-in-law. I will come back with her. And she comes back. And, and Naomi tells Ruth, Ruth, I cannot do anything for you. What am I going to do? How am I going? I, my, my life is already a tragedy. And you're coming back to my country with me and you're, you're a foreigner. How is it all going to work out? And if we, we see Ruth yet deciding and saying, yes, I will come. I will be with you. You're, my, you're, you're more than a, a mother. You're a mother-in-law, but you're a mother to me. And, and we find that Ruth comes back. And then we find that Naomi makes all the way possible for Ruth to find a right match for her. Here was a mother playing a very key role for the marriage of Ruth with Boaz. Uh, let's read Ruth's, Ruth 3, 3 and 4. Uh, third chapter of Ruth, verses 3 and 4. Therefore, this is what Naomi tells Ruth. Therefore, wash yourself and anoint yourself. Put on your best garment and go down to the threshing floor, but do not make yourself known to the man, that is to Boaz, until he has finished eating and drinking. Then it shall be when he lies down, you shall notice the place where he lies, and you shall go in, uncover his feet and lie down, and he will tell you what you should do. You see how amazingly uh, Naomi guides Ruth. She knew the cultural settings. She knew what happens in their culture, how, uh, uh, how a bride is taken, how a bride is chosen. All of this Naomi knew very well. But Ruth was not aware. Ruth, Ruth did not know. But she guided, guided Ruth how, how she should go about every step in her life. Then, uh, you know, we know what happened there and then how Boaz uh, came forward and said and made those things, made those uh, important steps to Ruth and told her that she had done what is right. And then in Ruth uh, chapter 3 and verse 18, then she said, sit still my daughter until you know how the matter will turn out for the man will not rest until he has concluded the matter this day. So Naomi was very sure that the, the, the step that Ruth had taken 
will ensure that Boaz will take the right steps to make sure that Ruth now becomes his wife. So we read in Ruth chapter 4 and verse 13. So Boaz took Ruth and she became his wife. And when he went into her, the Lord gave her conception and she bore a son. And then in Ruth 4, 17, all the, also the neighbor women came, gave him a name saying, there is a son born to Naomi. And they called his name Obed. He is the father of Jesse, the father of David. And then in the, and, and he becomes part of the lineage of our Lord Jesus. Friends, what, what are we seeing here? We see here how a mother, mother-in-law actually, but became a mother to, to Ruth and ensured that Ruth found the right husband. You know, mothers have a critical key role in the marriages of our children. You know, sadly, when you look at our marriages, look at how marriages are settled. How, you know, how a proposal comes and how decisions are made in the family. And mothers have a tremendous important part to play in all these choices and important choice. This important decision is made about, about the marriage or who, whether, who is this person that my daughter is going to be marry or my son is going to marry. The mother has a, such a critical and a key role to play in all of this. And very often, very sadly, Again, the decisions are very, very much monetary based, material based. How much has he, how much money does he earn? How much has, uh, 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 what kind of a job does she have? You know, the background and all of, all these material things is what comes into play. But are we finding the right person for our children? The right, right companion for our children based not on material things, not on what the world calls you know, criterias of choices that we make. But are we looking up to the Lord and saying, Lord, I want to bring a person of your choice for my son and for my daughter so that, Lord, they will together establish a godly home. Today, friends, we are, we are so much lacking godly homes. We need homes that are from the very beginning rooted and grounded in Scripture. Not at a later stage they come to know the Lord, but even before they get, they get married, even before they are in that stage when decision is being made, is this the right person for my son or my daughter? Even at that time, the, the important criteria, the important issue is, is this boy, is this girl, is this person walking with the Lord? Is this a person together? Will they be able to establish a godly home? Will they be able to together raise up a godly generation? Will they be committed to the Lord? Will their home be a home that is a blessing to the community, a blessing to the society? Are we thinking like this? And mothers have a critical and a crucial part to play in all of these decisions because that is where things go wrong. And we find that today many families are going through crisis and you look at it, you go back and inquire and dig deep and find out we find out that it all started way back when the decision was made, whether this is the person of choice, this is the person that my daughter or son has to marry. And it's that stage itself things have gone wrong because we did not choose on the basis of who is the, is this person God's choice? And here again, we need, we need godly mothers who are able to discern, who are able to look up to God and, and enable the children to find God's choice for their life. And so, friends, we have looked at three mothers. We have looked at Hannah, who gave her son to the Lord. 
and dedicated him to the Lord. And we need mothers who will who will raise up children for God right from the very very beginning. Whether the child goes into science or or engineering or medicine or any field, let's understand this. All fields, all areas, all all domains are all gods. They are all full time. Everywhere we are there to serve God, not ourselves. And so mothers have, have a critical role to play, play in raising up children who are dedicated to the Lord. Secondly, we saw the saw Mary as a mother and how she raised up Jesus in those four areas: wisdom, stature, in favor with God, and with and favor with man. And then finally, we see the the role of Naomi, the mother, how she how she ensured that Ruth found the right person of of choice for her to to have a home for herself and how because of Naomi's uh, role in all of this we see that that home Boaz and Ruth became part of the lineage of our Lord Jesus Christ may the Lord enable every mother to be a wonderful instrument in God's hands because we we tremendously need godly men and women in our in a time like this to impact our world May the Lord bless us. Father Lord, we thank you and praise you, Master, for this wonderful time. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Father, as we have heard your word today, Lord, we pray that truly every home, especially mothers, and Lord, every home will be dedicated, surrendered, and completely yielded to you, Lord, that, Father, we will have a mighty move of God through our homes, Master, through mothers who have such a great impact and influence. And Lord, we will raise up a generation, raise up people of God. Father, we have already missed out, uh, missed out a, 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 a lot of opportunities. So many opportunities have already gone by. We have missed it, Lord. But now, Father, in the little time that you have given to us, in this little window that you have provided for us, we pray, Lord, that truly in, the, in a time like this, every home, every mother, will be able to raise up a godly generation master truly we can we can lord in our in our times in a time like this father in our own area of of influence our own circle of impact lord we can bring about the ways of god we can bring about the kingdom rule of god in that situation truly lord we can be your witnesses in a time like this and our nation our society will know that there is a god who reigns on high Father, thank you, Master. We commit this word, this word into your hand that, Lord, truly this word will go penetrate every heart. And, Lord, it will be like a seed that will, that will take root and, 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 and grow up and bear much fruit, Lord, for you and for your glory. In Jesus' most precious name we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to this message. We hope you were blessed. To hear more messages like this, Make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. If you like what you are hearing, consider rating us, subscribing and even sharing it with friends. That would really help us. For more content from We Are Zion and to connect with us, go to wearezion.in. Remember, whoever finds Jesus, finds life.